Good morning, good afternoon, good night, maybe. This is uh, Midweek Online. I'm Pastor Cody. And I'm Emily, and we have the privilege and honor to lead New Purpose Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And uh, Pastor Cody, what is Midweek Online? Midweek Online is a middle-of-the-week podcast audio uh, thing where we just talk through the message from the weekend, dive a little deeper. Uh, maybe we hit some other stuff that we didn't talk about on Sunday and just to offer hope and encouragement. And maybe you listen to it on Wednesday night. Maybe you listen to it Thursday or Friday in the morning on your way to work just to kind of uh, reignite what we talked about. And like I said, dive deeper into it. But Emily, are you having a, a good day so far? I am. I'm having a wonderful day and have been um, talking to several different people about ways that we can collect donations for um, our friends in Louisiana who were hit by Hurricane Ida. So I've been gathering items and donations and putting packages together and a plan together so that we can get those donations to those people uh, in need. Yeah, Pastor Chad Dakota in Life Church in Homa, Louisiana. We had several churches that right before or the year leading up the start of the church decided to support our church financially, and that's huge. And Life Church was one of those, and they're south of New Orleans, and it got hit so hard. And so we're taking up um, both financial donations and supplies to be able to help them, uh, and we're going to end up taking those down to them. And so you can go to newpurpose.church slash connect, click the link in any of our social bios, um, or reach out to us and you can kind of see more info, but we want to be able to bless those people and help those people in need. Cause it's, it's crazy what, what happened there. So let's dive back into what we talked about Sunday a little bit and, uh, maybe give us a little recap and unpack that a little bit. Yeah. We've been in a series called canceled and it's kind of been about what happens when your view or your opinion or whatever kind of contradicts the popular opinion. What what happens then? And kind of the word that gets thrown around today is canceled. I mean, that can happen with anything. It doesn't just have to be your opinion versus the world's opinion. But we've been looking at how sometimes the Bible uh, doesn't line up with what the world says is truth or what the world says is right. And so what do we do with that? And so this week, we specifically kind of honed in on, um, has have you ever struggled with staying focused in your relationship with Jesus. And we we talked about some different kind of funny uh, moments in there to illustrate it with, you know, when you're watching a movie and there's the person that talks the whole time and it's hard to stay focused. Well, our relationship with Jesus, with God, it's hard to stay focused sometimes, you know. Sometimes you are in the middle of praying and you fall asleep. Emily, you have never done that, have you? I mean, once or twice, once or twice. but um, if you're listening, um, feel free to message us on what type of person you think Cody or myself is when it comes to watching movies. Because we're very divided. We're very different um, in that how we watch movies. We are. And Side note, I don't really like watching movies more than once. So I'm I can watch time, movies over and over. One time because I can always I know what happens. So, But it, the reason it's hard for you to watch it again is because you can stay focused because you already know. And it's hard to stay focused on our relationship with God sometimes. 
And uh, like I said, you know, if you fall asleep praying, I think we've all done that. Or you start to read your Bible and then you think of that movie that you didn't finish and you should watch it and then you forget that you're reading your Bible. But then even, you know, how many times have we or have has anyone, you know, missed church a couple times mm-hmm. and it just becomes the normal thing? Or you skip reading a few times and then it just becomes the everyday thing and you get super unfocused at the same time. Almost anyone who follows Jesus can po- probably point back to a time where they were super consistent, super dedicated, super focused, and, and that feels so good. Like when you know, like I'm dedicated, I'm running after Jesus, I'm staying connected. Uh, it feels great. And so, Emily, I want to ask you, maybe, why would someone become unfocused? Like, have you ever become unfocused or any of that? Yeah, well, I think um, you have to check your connection and what you're connected to. And um, just like your phone, you have that plugged in to charge. And I'm sure at your nightstand and maybe in the living room or the kitchen counter in your car, you have a way to charge your phone. And so you've got to stay connected. And so people that um, get off track or unfocused um, and start to sway or swerve in a different direction, um, I always love to have conversations with them and just talk about um, where they're at in life and who they're connected to and what they're doing, what their hobbies are. And that will usually point back to why maybe they're, they're disconnected. If they're hanging out with the wrong crowd, of course, they're not going to be in God's word because they're going to get convicted. Um, and no, so they may want to, they may be shying away from that, but that would be just a quick example of someone that is unfocused is maybe someone that's, um, has disconnected, um, from from the source and it's it's so easy to not notice that you've drifted Mm -hmm. for a little bit because it's not as quick as your phone dying so like your example of keeping your phone plugged in like if i get like right now my phone's at like 60 Mm percent i can check on that and i can see i'm 60 percent. you know that's not full but your relationship with jesus you don't like have a percentage meter on your head i think we would probably be more consistent if we did. There are checks and balances though. There is almost like a hypothetical percentage meter. And some of that can be our attitude. Where are our thoughts going? Uh, what are the things that we've started to value? But it is a lot harder than just checking the percentages on your phone. And so Emily, what's some ways that you stay connected? That you make sure you're focused? What are some things that you do? Yeah, I think you really have to um, make it a everyday thing. Um, So for me, um, I have my Bible and my journal next to my nightstand um, so that when I do wake up, um, I see that and I pick that up um, before my phone. So I'm very strategic in where I place my Bible and my journal and then I have a spot. And so I think people that um, need a little bit more of um, the ability to not get as distracted um, would maybe to put yourself in a position to where you kind of remove some of your distractions. So like I said, I'm strategic in where I place my phone and where I place my journal and then having that spot. So when I look at that spot, I can tell you I did 
pray there. I did read my Bible there. And if I didn't, when I see that spot, I know, oh man, I missed today. And you make it kind of um, your your quiet space, your quiet area that is removed from distraction. And so um, if music or TVs or phones distract you, then make your quiet space um, away from those so that you're are less likely to get distracted. Yeah. And it's the same for me. I will keep my Bible on my nightstand. So it's the first thing I see when I wake up, I take it to a different room to read it, but it's the first thing I see. Cause if it starts off in that room, I'll, I'll never go into that room. I'll never see it. And I won't think about it. And a lot of us can get caught up in, well, I saw so-and-so on social media. They post every day. Why don't I have that desire? And mm-hmm. so then you'll go ahead and make yourself quit and not do it because you wish you're further than you were. And really it's taking those small steps and saying, you know what, if I'm not where I need to be, I'm going to put my Bible here and make sure I see it. Or I'm going to set 1,500 alarms on my phone that say, read your Bible. And uh, in the message on Sunday, we kind of talked about a few different things. I'm just going to really hit on one or two uh, of things that can distract you, like practically. And one of them is other people's opinions, either about you or what your relationship with God's supposed to look like, or where you should be, depending on how many years you've been following Jesus. And so, Emily, do you have any stories, and if you don't, I've got one, uh, mm-hmm. of a time where you valued someone else's opinion so much, and now looking back, you were like, I shouldn't have, like, that was kind of dumb. Like, for me... I don't know why, and maybe this was just like a country Tennessee thing. I remember when I was in elementary school, it was like a trend to cut the sides of your jeans, like down at your ankle. You know what I mean? Like, like maybe this is totally not actually a thing, but you would take scissors and like right here, just at your ankle, you would just cut a slit on one side and a slit on the other. And it would make your pants like cover your shoes. And it was the dumbest looking thing, but everyone did it. And the only reason did it was because everyone did it. And so when we listen to the opinions of others, you can do things or not do things that you would have done or you would have not done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And so there are a lot of voices. We kind of talked about this last week, but there's a lot of voices um, that are going to say things about you, whether that is an actual person at your school or at your workplace, or I know um, a lot of things are being said on social media that talk about um, you. And so as you're scrolling through, you're going to read, you're going to hear, you're going to see things that are influencing maybe the way that you think about you. And so, um, absolutely. A lot of times we won't do something because someone said something or we saw some sort of trend or we saw some sort of hashtag and we thought that that's maybe what, um, we're supposed to do or you're distracted or like, this um, is what a dating relationship is supposed to look like. Right. That's what TikTok said. So that must be right. Or even, um, this is why it's so important. You'll always hear uh, pastor Cody and I talk about this is, um, really reading your Bible. Um, a a verse a day is going to get you a lot of positive feelings and thoughts. And it is scripture being, um, laid on your heart. Um, but you really have to dive in and read all of, God's word because God's word uh, is truth and what he says about you um, will help you be able to navigate the other voices and be able to know 
what voice is truth and what is not and what's um, being influenced into your life. Yeah, he's got the opinion you should listen to. And, you know, like we said a minute ago, there's so many different opinions in the world. And even it, we talked on Sunday that I don't have TikTok, but uh, I've seen some of the videos people have shown me of people saying, you know, this is what God's word says. And some of them are like completely not what God's word says. So if you're not plugged in and actually reading God's word for yourself, making sure you're connected to the local church, like diving in and doing those basic essential things that we're all supposed to do, you can then fall for other people's opinions that then distract you and lead you down a path you never want to go. Right. And we can put these verses online. Um, but going back to what people say, like, obviously some of this is rooted in, um, like, spiritual warfare so satan can influence and say things about relationships and um who you are as a person so um you know in genesis and matthew it talks about uh relationships and then even little things um maybe someone is struggling with someone said you're insignificant um but god god's word says that you're um highly favored in psalms 84 and so when you can dive into god's word and make that quiet time and make that priority when you hear all these voices or all of these other um opinions and thoughts from other people always back it up with scripture and that's how you'll know um the truth and what god is really saying about you is if you can go back and find that in scripture um and if you're listening to this and you're having trouble navigating through god's word in the bible and finding verses and understanding them please reach out to us um we'd love to get you a copy of god's word and walk you through what that looks like and reading um more um and adding to your verse of the day um to really dive into all of god's word and says and read what he says about you and in like you said, the reason it's so important is because that's where the truth is about everything. And I remember in high school having friends that knew I went to church and they'd occasionally make fun of me for it. And I remember there being times where I was like, they're going to ask me what I'm doing on Wednesday night and I'm going to tell them and they're going to make fun of me. And you have to make that decision. Well, is this important or not? And if you're rooted in God's word, you're going to see, is God going to hate me for not showing up this Wednesday? No. But is it going to keep me focused on mission? Is it going to grow me? Or is listening to my friend's opinion about how he thinks it's dumb that I went to church going to help me? No, it's not. And and that can go with anything in any area of life. Uh, a lot of times when it, there's people's opinions we need to listen to, but I think we always have to go back and check those opinions with the source material, with God's word, with what he has to say, because um, opinions can really sway us. That's right. Um, and so that that was kind of a combination of your two points is that correct the um other people what other people say about yeah, me kind of the bottom line of it was the quickest way to lose sight of what god says about me which is what you were just talking about a minute ago is to hyper focus on what other people say about me mm. so so when god calls me favored and loved but then I have someone in my life that's just telling me I'm, I'm not worth anything. I'm worthless. I'm, I'm not going to amount to anything. I've got to choose who I'm going to believe. And if I'm not rooted in God's word, then I may believe the wrong voices. 
That's right. So anytime you feel like there's a, a some sort of canceling phrase that you're hearing, um, always look to what God has called um, called it in the Bible because he will have, again, a truth that combats all of those lies. And so, again, you've got to be rooted in, in the scriptures and what they say. And what God says about us may not be the thing we want to hear sometimes. It's not always what we say is a positive thing. Right. So people around us may say, hey, you're sleeping with your boyfriend. That is awesome. You should keep it that like that's the way you're going to keep him. That's the way it should look. And then God's voice is going to sound negative if we're not rooted in God's word, because we're going to be hearing God convict us or telling us that's the wrong thing. You are going the wrong direction. That is not what you should be doing. That is not leading you to life. And so I don't want to confuse people and have them think like it's always going to be positive. Sometimes you're going to hear God say, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be running that direction while the world's saying you should. And so we really have to look at God's word and see what he has to say about us. Because going back to that as well, the quickest way to lose sight of what God says I should prioritize or what God says is bad for me is to listen to what the world says actually should be good for me. So I think we've all been there. I think we've all been in a spot and everyone listening probably has a thing that they could call to mind right now where you know, they were told by so-and-so that it's totally cool, it's fine, it's great, and then it led them where they didn't want to be, and they realized that wasn't what God wanted for them. And then, Emily, kind of this last thing, and uh, then we'll kind of wrap it up, was what other people celebrate um, can distract us. And that kind of goes back to what I just said, which was other people may celebrate and say, hey, this is awesome. Uh, but God may be saying, that's not the way you need to go. But in the message, we kind of went the opposite way with it. And it was uh, this past Sunday, we had four more people get baptized at New Purpose Church, an amazing event. And just a huge, like awesome go God moment. You and I have both been in churches, and this is not saying anything bad about the any other church or anything like that, where that just wasn't exciting, or people didn't get excited, or it just became normal. And seeing God do awesome stuff, if we're not careful, can lose its its power in our minds. It can lose its uh, aweness or awesomeness. Uh, and we can see that the world celebrates, um, you know, these parties or the world celebrates the Super Bowl, which Super Bowl is great. We watch Super Bowl when it's on or all of these things. But then we don't get excited about church, the place where we just saw four people say, I'm following Jesus. That's what I'm doing. The place where we've seen over 20 people now give their lives to Jesus. Like we don't get excited about that. Right. Or there's a lot of decisions being made. So you may be um, passionate in how you feel about those decisions. And so you'll take to social media to make videos or post, repost things about that. Um, But then you don't want to post and say, hey, come to church with me. Because maybe you're afraid of what people will say. Right. Or what they'll say about you. Which is a true fear. Or it'll get um, less likes. Right. And so then we'll see, well, the world doesn't think that's as awesome as I do. So maybe I shouldn't think it's as great. Right. When in truth, I mean, one of the verses we hit on was Psalm 122, 1. It says, I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house of Lord of the Lord. Let's go to church. Like that should be our mentality every time. And I think when it's not our mentality, it's because we've lost sight of what church is and what it can be and what it's for and what God wants to do 
through it. Like we get to come and worship together. We get to hear God's word. And if you're plugged in and serving and really committed and doing all this stuff, you get to be a part of God using you to make all of that happen to reach people. And we've said this before from the stage that whenever God wanted to do something in the Bible, he chose a person or a people. And God wants to use the local church to do something incredible in whatever city that church is in, whatever community, neighborhood, whatever. And we've got to celebrate that because the world has so many things to celebrate. And it's not that all of those are bad. Why are we not celebrating and just so pumped about what God does. Even if someone who's listening to this goes to a church and like one person got saved last year, that is one person that is now in heaven that was not, or is going to heaven that wasn't going there, that didn't Mm -hmm. have purpose, that didn't have a whole life, a John 10, 10 life. And so uh, we've got to celebrate. We do. I'm excited right now. Parties are fun. Parties are fun. We throw birthday parties. Let's throw salvation anniversary parties. Like I got saved on June 15th, 2006, accepted Jesus into my life. And every year I I tell you, I'll be like, hey, it's coming up. You know, most recently, what, what was that? 11 years? How many years? 2006? How many years is that? I am so bad at math. 15 years. 15 years this year uh, that I accepted Jesus. So what if we decided, hey, you got baptized a year ago. Let's have a cake. Like, let's throw a party just like a birthday party. I mean, because that's a huge decision. That's an awesome moment. And I think one of the best things we can do, we don't have kids, but I think one of the best things you could do for your kids is when their salvation birthday comes around. It's been a year. It's been two years. Throw a party. I'm not saying you have to buy a gift, but why not have a cake? We are up for any reason to eat cake and ice cream. And I think that's probably the best one. Mm-hmm. Well, Emily, we are so pumped for church this weekend. Mm-hmm. And like we kind of just hit on, every single weekend is just a chance to see God do something and see him impact our lives in either small ways or large ways. And every time we gather, it's an opportunity for someone's life to be changed. So if you're listening to this and you're anywhere near Murfreesboro, Tennessee, we would encourage you Come check out New Purpose Church. Come see what God's doing. But if you live maybe outside of the area or you're super connected to a church, like be at church this weekend. Don't don't skip because you're missing out on what God wants to do through you. Yeah, and just maybe you're still listening and um, you're thinking like, well, I, I, I really struggle with people's um, thoughts about me and their opinions. And so because of that, I'm fearful to celebrate. Um, here's just two quick verses um, and maybe listening and you're like, I'm totally confident and I don't care and I'm going to post whatever I want and celebrate whatever I want. Um, if you're if you're a believer, do that. Make sure it's rooted in God's word and go after it and keep being bold like that. But if you're, like I said, um, a little nervous and fearful, here's two quick verses, one in Hebrews and one in Psalms. It says, Hebrews 13, 6, it says, So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? And then a similar reference in Psalms 118, 6 and 7, it says, the Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? The Lord is with me. He is my helper. I look and triumph on my enemies. So if your enemy is opinions, if your enemy is um, what other people say, your own thoughts, your own thoughts um, 
uh, or, you know, our true enemy, the devil, uh, remember, uh, God is right there with you. Um, and his calling on your life, um, trumps anything, um, that's even trying to cancel you. Um, and so, um, just wanted to leave you with just a few encouraging verses that you could hold on to. And so if you need prayer or you need help navigating that, or you want more info about this, you'd like someone to reach out to whatever it may be, you can email us at info at newpurpose.church. You can DM us on any of our social media for the church at New Purpose Church. Um, send us a message on Facebook, whatever. Uh, even on our website, there's a place to submit prayer requests. And so um, we are here for you and we want to help. And so uh, we appreciate you checking this out. And like I said, um, if you're anywhere near Murfreesboro, come check out New Purpose Church. We meet at Ride Hour Studios every Sunday at 10 a.m. That's right. We'd love to have you there. And thanks for listening. And we will see you this Sunday. Yeah. Have an awesome week.